This Compass presentation, Christians and COVID Part 1, by Dr. Carrie Madej, was presented at the Stealing the Mind Bible Conference. To view more Stealing titles, get information on our Holy Land trips and future Bible conferences, go to compass.org. Hi, I'm Bill Perkins with the Stealing the Mind Conference. I'm here with Dr. Carrie Madej, a doctor of osteopathic medicine, uh, currently practicing in Atlanta, Georgia. Early in the so-called COVID crisis, Dr. Day was one of the very first to warn about the dangers of the mRNA gene therapy treatments, uh, incorrectly referred to, of course, as vaccines. Um, you know, Dr. Day, there's an old military adage that says, if you're right over the target, you begin receiving the most fire. And uh, boy, did they start coming after you, especially after you released your 2.0 video. So thanks for being willing to stand for God's truth. But my, my first question to get started is about your faith. Most believers who hear you speak detect that you're a committed Christian, you know, a believer in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you confirm your relationship with the Lord and how it's affected your responses when you discovered the problems with the mRNA technology? Well, first of all, thank you, Bill, for having me here. It's my honor and my duty to be here. And hello to everybody at the Stealing the Mind Bible Conference in Coeur d'Alene. So let me, let me back up by saying that, yes, I am first and foremost a child of God, and I'm a very passionate believer in Yeshua, Jesus Christ, being our Savior. Um, and... I've committed my life to being a vessel for God, messenger in any way possible. So uh, everything I do, uh, my moral compass is that first. So that's how I conduct my life and that's how I conduct myself professionally in the medical profession. So what happened when uh, here you are as a going through life and things are normal and you're seeing patients and all of a sudden here comes this COVID thing and, and you see problems with it. So what was the first thing you noticed? What was the, what was the first red flag? Well, I knew about a lot of these things happening, the plan for all of the world many years ago. And I learned about these technologies many years ago as well. Um, I didn't know exactly when these things would be launched on us. But when I, I saw this pandemic happened, I started researching it as soon as we went on the lockdown. And when I saw the ingredients and I saw the word vaccine come up with this new technology, I knew exactly what it meant. I knew exactly what the purpose was. And so at first I was devastated, cried. Uh, then I got angry. And then I had an epiphany one night. I woke up and I started writing down um, many things that I knew. And then I did an impromptu video um, for just a small group I had. And it didn't download on our group forum. And so some people there got me to put it on YouTube, which I didn't want to do. But I did. And it went viral. So from that point forward, I, I saw that that was my purpose. I needed to educate people and warn them about what was happening, that we were being lied to and deceived. You've had the opportunity to look at some blood. Uh, can, can you go over what you, where you got the blood and what, it, what was in it that you found that is different than um, what the, what's normal? 
Well, first I, I got vials of the um, injections falsely called vaccines. I ended up getting the vials over many different months with all three manufacturers and many different states. And I looked at these under the microscope, just a general compound microscope. It would go up to 600 times magnification. And I, I did that because I had been speaking for a while in the technologies and I was speaking about what the manufacturers were telling us they put in the injections, but you know, I know they're liars. So I wasn't sure, did they really put it in or are they just lie, lying to us again? So I needed to see it with my own eyes. So I decided to look at what was in the microscope and I was um, shocked at what I saw because I didn't think with just a plain old compound microscope I would see much, but I did. Um, it kind of took a bird's eye view look at it, to look at it. And in that I saw um, over time with white light and it warming to room temperature, many different filaments that um, were later identified as uh, superconducting material. So this would be analogous to an injectable computing material. So this is, so what's happening is there's inside of these vials are uh, liquefied miniature computing components being injected into human bodies. So um, these are just parts. This is absolutely in all of them. And also there were some parasitic looking organisms, water parasites, but are they synthetic, organic, both? We're not quite sure yet. And this has been looked at many different times and this has been verified by other countries, other researchers. I haven't seen them in every single batch, but in many of them. So this is incredibly concerning as well. Um, also metallic fragments and um, like a gelatinous kind of material analogous to something called hydrogel. Um, yes, this is, none of them, none of them are uniform. They're all different. So this is not science. This is not medicine, right? Um, and then also there has been some blood that has been analyzed and some of the injected people are, we are seeing some, for some objects that we're not quite sure what they are, some mal misshapen blood cells that's not very healthy. Um, and occasionally there is some kind of a parasitic looking organism in it. Um, we don't have a lot of blood to test right now. So this needs to be taken to the next level to look at it, of course. As they, a mortician draws blood from a body and, you know, after someone dies, uh, they're seeing things, they can tell who's vaccinated and who's not just by what they're, what they're drawing from the blood. What is all that about? What, what do you know from that, about that? Well, there appears to be some kind of clotting going on that is not normal to our human body when it clots. There seems to be some sort of a stickiness inside of the blood that um, can clot up, but it's not a normal clotting mechanism, okay? So also in blood, um, that has been, some people go get their blood ozonated at an alternative care center. The blood there that people that have been injected, they've noticed this sticky white material sticking to the side of the IV bag as they're uh, filtering out the blood. There's, there's something different about the blood once they get injected. Um, exactly what's going on, we don't really know. It could be the synthetic components. It could be the spike protein. 
because that's known to be, um, you know, uh, form little clots and stick to the inside of the blood vessel. Um, could it be any sort of infectious agent like parasitic? We don't know that. Um, these things have not been analyzed very well. We don't have any help from our government agencies, from our international institutions, the CDC. Nobody is helping to look into this. Uh, graphene oxide. That's a term that's been uh, battered around a little bit regarding these um, shots. And it's a poison. Is it in all the shots? And I know that, it, that most people have been told that it moves around to organs and things. But I mean, what are we talking about? What is it? What is it going to do long term? And, and um, what, what's its purpose in there to begin with if, there's, if it's poison? Uh, well, graphene oxide is um, this substance that all the scientists got really excited about because it comes from really, if you have pencil lead, the original pencil lead, and you just, uh, you know, just wrote on a piece of paper, what's left on that piece of paper is literally what they're using, okay? But they use a, a slightly different formation of that because it's very uh, conductive. It can um, be very thin, one atom thick. And so it can move into different shapes. And so it's, it's a way of conducting um, information and routing information and using it as for computing capacity um, inside anything, including a human. Um, the problem with that is anything that's not from, that's not organic, not from nature going inside of us, it's not, it's not good. We, we don't, we're not compatible with that. We're not supposed to mix with that, right? <laughs> I think there's something with that in the Bible, right? And so our bodies can tolerate some things because we are miraculous. But as you get higher up on a certain substance, well, then our bodies react to that. So, yeah, it could be very toxic to us. Um, I have seen this personally, me, and the, the vials that I have studied in all of them in some format. Some had a lot. Some had a little. They looked slightly different. Um, you know, again, it's not uniform. It's it's definitely different amounts, but in some for way, shape, or form, yes, it is inside of these injections, um, and they're looking different. Absolutely, it's inside there. So definitely, we're seeing artificial intelligence injectable computing components inside of these vials. Then this information that's been. Um spread around about uh, lots or batches or mybatch.com or whatever it is that they have that you look up to see if your vaccine is one of the bad ones. Um, that would mean that that's not correct. If it's in all of the vaccines that are being distributed, then graphene oxide is going into all the people, period. Is that correct? Well, I can only answer that for what I have personally seen. I don't know what all of them are. Um, there are possibly some that are just placebo, yes, meaning just maybe just saline inside of them. We don't know. Um, but, you know, what makes something toxic, there's many different factors. It's not just graphene oxide. There's probably other factors. So how much of it is in a batch also makes a difference. Um, how much something of something called hydrogels in a batch also makes a difference. Or how many other, um, maybe they put more of an additive in it. It depends. So, but it appears that yes, maybe one batch is is different um, and could be more toxic to somebody or to a group of people. They are. The point is, everybody can agree that this is not uniform. 
one person is not getting what the other person gets and what the other person's getting. That's, that's insane just in and of itself. There's no quality control. And under the emergency use authorization, they don't have to check their own product. Can you believe that? Can you ever believe wow. manufacturing anything and never having quality control? Literally, there is no quality control that they have to answer to on anything that they're doing right now. So that alone should make people not want it. This is out. This is just ludicrous and outrageous because these, you know, there's a there's usually a biotech company, and then there's like Pfizer, Moderna, whatever, and then they push their products together in another location. There's many different places and hands being switched around. There's many different moving parts here, and then who's storing it? Um, who's administering it? I mean, there's all different kinds of things going on here. So. I mean, we have to have quality control first and foremost in looking at what's going on inside of these things. In um, Germany, there was a scientist that's recently been uh, self-claimed murdered and, and probably was is true. Um, and he had been revealing um, this, talking about the uh, what was in the, um, I guess, ingredients of, of the vaccine. He's found some things and he was, but now are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Um, these razor blades and or yeah graphene oxide versus hydroxide yes uh-huh andreas nowak nowak i think yes and and um so is that um is that something that you found independent of his findings is this something that it's that pretty sure is is factual now that just needs to be well he's analyzing it in a different way than i am i'm looking at it from a bird's eye view um not as high of a magnification as he was looking at it and analyzing it. So I don't have the ability to do that. I can tell you that there is graphene-like substances that I am seeing in there. Um, exactly what kind, I don't know. He, he claimed, you know, he's the one who said that he identified the exact kind. Um, but uh, the, the results that he's saying, it, it makes sense because when he was saying, if you inject this into the muscle, maybe it would just do some local damage, not much, but if it gets into the blood vessel, into the um, artery or vein, it could cause a lot of damage. I agree with that. I think any of these substances would be much more dangerous if they were accidentally put into one of the blood vessels. So, absolutely. The globalist Satanist um, group that is worldwide putting this whole thing together apparently it seems to be a worldwide uh, conspiracy of some sort and i think it's re rooted in the um, satanic side ultimately it appears they're they want to go toward um, what's been called transhumanism or um, how humans are somehow connected wirelessly to computers and 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 be able to influence have in input and output can you Tell me what you know about that and where it's headed. A hundred percent. This is what the whole issue is. This is why we need to know the word because we have been instructed about this moment of time. We have been warned. We have been in, given guidance and instructions on what to do. So that's why we need to know the word. These people that are behind this whole worldwide plan, um, one of the easiest websites to go to to understand this plan is the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, perhaps NATO, um, you know, big, you know, government entities, Klaus Schwab, etc. They're all they've all been planning 
a complete change of the world into their image, not God our Father, our Father's image, their image. They want to change the world. They want to change the plants. They want to change the animals, and they want to change us. That is irrefutable that that's their plan. And there's something called the Codex Elementaris that um, most countries signed, including us, many years ago. And that's how I learned about this grand plan about genetically modifying everything. They actually reclassified vitamins and minerals as poisons and toxins, therefore making medicines more uh, safe than vitamins and toxins, vitamins and minerals. Um, anyhow, we've had many plans um, from that point, but they have a deadline of 2030 to um, start transforming the human body into really the human 2.0, which is soft robotics by 2030. This is eight years away. And so they are dead set on this. Now, who are they to do this? Well, they unfortunately have a lot of power through corporations that um, have oligarchies in the world. It's not really one country against another. They're going to try to manipulate that in the media. They're going to try to lie to you about that. They're going to try to tell you there's um, shortages of food. They're going to try to tell you all these things. This is all lies and deceit. It's really about trying to gain power and control over the entire world and pushing people into this this new stage called human 2.0 the great industrial uh, the great reset the fourth industrial revolution so read up on that world economic forum and um they when you i've been to some meetings they've been at i was recruited to some of these just a couple of them i would of course i would never ever ever go for this um, in these meetings, they are self-proclaimed atheists. They believe that, some of them believe that they can create a God through this technology, create one. Some of them believe that they themselves can become gods because they create. Again, this is not, this goes against everything I believe in, and it has the handiwork of Satan all over it. They also want to create the world in their image. So this is taking everything that God created and making it a blasphemy and inversion, a mockery of God, everything. And so they want to change the genetic code. They want to introduce artificial intelligence into the body so that we're all connected. See, we're already are connected through the Holy Spirit, through, through God. However, they want to connect us through uh, the hive mind of if we're all Wi-Fi connected via Wi-Fi to a central computer, then we're connected in this hive mind. They also want us to be immortal, but not in the way that um, our savior promises us immortality. They promise this by uploading all of our memories and downloading them into a new body or an avatar. This is, I'm not saying this is possible. I'm just saying this is the plan that they have if you listen to them. And so how do they even start to do this plan? Because they have eight years. They have to change your body in some manner. They have to get something inside your body so that you are now wirelessly connected. It's like putting your cell phone inside your body permanently. That's, that's what the idea is. So this is found, these substances that can start to make you a wireless walking computer is found inside these vials they're falsely calling vaccines by chance. Is it by chance or purposeful? And once you get enough of it, because it's a scaffolding, it's a building, it's building one upon itself upon itself. So it, it's it, maybe one or two won't totally connect you, maybe the third or fourth. We don't know and they don't know. They're experimenting. They can't put too much in you at once because it'll kill you, right? So a little bit at a time. 
Um, that's really the real intent of this. If you look at their plans, that's really what this is about. That's why the 5G towers are going up because it's not to make anything faster. That technology cannot make your phone or your computer go faster, impossible. It is to gather more data because they need that bandwidth to gather the data from all the bodies that they will have hooked up to the Wi-Fi. And so they're gonna tell you this is great because you don't need your wallet. You just walk into something, it's automatically bought. You don't have to get your license out. But think about that because what if they think you're a danger to society because you speak up? You don't get to you don't get to use your money anymore. You're cut off from the food, your car won't start, and you're kind of in a digital cage. And that's the plan that I was told in one of these meetings in Metro Atlanta that they planned to do this because they felt that they, the people in the room were controllers and then everybody else could be controlled. And this is great to digitally control us by the way they thought was fit. Um, again, what's happened while we've been busy fighting amongst each other, looking at the media, which is a full of lies, not understanding what's going on, is that they've had this plan in action of keeping us distracted with this pandemic. And so meanwhile, they put putting up more 5G towers, injecting people with this synthetic um, AI uh, material so that at some point when they think they have enough, they can turn it on and then we'll be wirelessly connected. We can always be monitored, always be surveilled, always know things about what's going on in our body. Um, and they'll try to tell you that it's good for you because they can cure things and heal things. And um, you, know, you don't have to have your wallet, but that's not their intent. When you listen to them in the meetings, they're talking about um, controlling the mind where you don't have freedom to think, freedom to love. They are against um, people being believers and Christians. They don't believe it. They, they think of making their own God. I mean, this is, this is definitely the battle of all battles we're going through. Um, and it's just to be wise. We have to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves right now. You have to really see what's happening because I believe that this is the beginning of the apocalypse, but don't be worried because the apocalypse means lifting of the veil. You're actually literally seeing what's been happening in the world the whole time, way before we were born. But we're seeing it now. We have to see it because in order to leave your jail cell, you have to know that you've been a prisoner the whole time. We've been prisoners here. So we have to understand that because people keep wanting to go to, back to the old way. You don't want to go back to the old way. The old way is not good. Um, we are we have a divine birthright through God, our Father in heaven. The, the you know trick is that we have free will. That's a gift, though. Um, because we have free will, we have to want to leave our jail cell. We have to want to follow the world. We have to want to, you know, follow the way of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. We have to be, it's not just say it, you have to believe it, right? And this is, this is why we have to be shaken to do it. Most people want to go back to the old way. So this is the shaking that has to happen. You have to look at it that way. Um, and you have to see the deceit and lies that have been around us. So it's going to be painful. It's going to be hurt. It's going to be scary. But remember that God did not give us a spirit of fear. And all of this technology, all of this planning, all of this evilness can never be God, our Father. And if God is within us, then how do we fear, right? We just have to believe it and remember the word, remember the instructions, because when we really connect with God and we really believe it, that power, that energy can negate all of this, this negative energy, this evilness. And for when people that have got 
um, that were manipulated and got tricked by taking these injections, I always tell them that this, this was the precursor to what's about to happen. So there's always hope, you know, just do not get any more shots, pray, be repentful, don't do it again, um, stand firm, because these shots are intended to change your holy temple to disconnect you from God, our Father in heaven. So there's nothing they can do to make me take them. I'll die. There's nothing. Um, so I'm not scared either because I know where I'm going. They can't scare me. And that gives you a lot of power when you get to that point. But if you've had a couple, don't just don't get any more, right? Just don't do it. Um, because this is not the normal kind of shot. This is intended to change your genetics. This is intended to put something synthetic inside of you. This is intended to start making part of you into a robot. Um, that's just bluntly. And you don't have to do that. This is your choice. And just we need to believe in God again. And I believe that revival will start happening. And I believe that we will see grand miracles like the Bible taught us. And we will see it again happen in our lifetime. So um, that's, our, that's our purpose. Let's talk about uh, there's a phrase called run, uh, reverse transcription that's now being reported that the and lab studies are showing that the Pfizer mRNA vaccine uh, that they do, in fact, integrate with the human DNA. And we've been told for forever that it's just the mRNA and then that was not getting back to the nucleus where the yeah. DNA was. Can you address that? Is it uh, what have you? Yeah. So the very first time I started speaking on this years ago, I warned people that it would change your, our DNA, our genetics. And I was attacked by every entity possible, told I was crazy. And I was, I was like, really? Because I'm going by science. I know the science. The science they're using, the CRISPR technology, is how they make genetically modified fruits and, and vegetables. That changes its genetics permanently. So that's what it does to that. It's called transfection. You're transforming and infecting at the same time. That means you can do it to the human as well. You're using the same technology. Cut and that is a cut and dry case. Absolutely, it can do that. So finally, two years later, there's evidence saying that, that it can happen. Well, we had the evidence a long time ago, but people forgot science. Um, you know, it's, it's very frustrating that um, we have forgotten our basic sciences and we allow the media to control what we believe. We have to shut the television off and start doing our own research again. Um, but just know that life has memory and God is powerful. So there have been many studies where things that are genetically modified um, with certain studies, have, they have been able to repair their own DNA and go back to their original genome. So, you know, whenever we tell you scary things like this, just know that um, there's always an answer and a solution if if we want it. I would imagine that these evil people have reserved something for themselves in case um, down the road they need to fix themselves or whatever. So I'm sure that was their uh, original thing. Let's talk about uh, HIV all of a sudden is popping up again. Where is that coming from? What's that? Well, the code that they're injecting into people for them to produce like a factory has 18 units of, of HIV one in it inside of it that means you'll be programmed to produce these little tiny proteins from hiv1 it's not the whole thing 
Um, this was well known from the beginning, everybody ignored it, but you're gonna be spitting out these proteins. Now in Australia and other areas of the world, they proved that right after someone got the injection, very similar to what we get here in the US and they tested them for HIV, they were positive. They told them they were false positive. So what, so this means people could potentially be testing positive for HIV everywhere. Now, are they really positive? Who knows? Because if, let's understand this. You're just getting a little tiny piece of a protein. And the test was just testing for a protein. It doesn't mean your body's going to get that, okay? I always thought this would be a ploy, though, to scare people and to get them to accept another injection that they would have, like an HIV vaccine. I think this is a scare tactic because none of this technology has power unless we fully consent with their mind, body, and soul. Nobody's really consented to this other stuff, right? But they set the stage for if you start testing positive and you get so frightened, oh my gosh, because in our mind we think of AIDS, right? First of all, please be calm because that test, if you tested positive, doesn't mean anything. We don't know what it means. It means nothing. But it certainly doesn't mean you should go to their next experiment and take their next in injection, right? Their next experimental injection. But that's what they want. They want you to fully consent and want with everything and demand that next vaccine. So that's consent. Also, can you see it? Sex sells, right? People are gonna be afraid to have relations with other people. So they're gonna to want to know that those people around them had had this injection, this vaccine to protect them, right? So they already know the rumor going around that there's been fake vaccine cards. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna to demand to know for sure, which is called the mark. I wanna know, I wanna scan the body and know. I have, a, I have a cell phone app. I can tell with my potential partner, I can scan them to see if they had the vaccine. See how they can get consent and the mark to go? So what we've been going through is just the precursor to what I believe they could use. This is one of the many ways they could, they probably have a few different ways, but this is the likely scenario. This is through lies and deceit. We have to remember that Satan is the greatest of deceivers. Um, please know, we can get down that rabbit hole, but um, you know, HIV has never been proven as the causative factor of AIDS. Believe it or not, that is true. And so it's been a way to use a scare tactic on people. Um, please, if you've gotten shots and for some reason you test positive, do not panic and think you have to get that injection, please. Now, are the shots causing immune deficiency in general? Yes, because they have all these toxic ingredients in them. But that does not say you have AIDS, okay? So we have to look at what's inside these ingredients and detox them another way and just don't get any more. But please do not fall for the lie that they're trying to spread with this. Cancer, like, is, is in all of a sudden, all the people that have been... Um, in remission uh, for whatever cancer or, or breast cancer or just any kind of cancers, they're all seemingly coming back for vaccinated people, or, or at least a, a large number of people are finding themselves dealing with cancer again. That's that's moved out of its remission. What's what's causing that? What's that about? So our bodies are made are made amazingly well, and so this synthetic code, not from nature, when it's in the body, the body will destroy it immediately, every time, all the time. So they had to go to the drawing board and figure out how can we trick our bodies into accepting something not from nature, something synthetic. And so they came up with hydrogel and these other nanolipid particles, these, these synthetic sci-fi substances that DARPA made. 
And so this substance is able to trick and suppress our immune checkpoints in our bodies to get the drug in. Now, how long does the, uh, the immune suppression last? We don't know. The drug companies don't care. They said, oh, it'll burn itself off. What? I mean, there's no timeline for how long your immune, your immune checkpoints are suppressed. This is just for their drug to get into you. They don't care what they're doing. They don't care about the after effects. So when you suppress your immune checkpoints, every one of us gets cancer every day in our bodies. We get cancer cells, but we have an amazing body. They go and it kills it. It's always surveilling because it has checkpoints. You took the checkpoints out. Now the cancer still can grow or perhaps the toxins can get overwhelming or perhaps this infection can start growing. They've been messing with the way our body works and this always has repercussions. So that's one of the many ways this can happen. Um, so it's, it's a tragedy that we're allowing people without wisdom to handle this kind of technology and also without believing in the sacredness of a human body. And that's, that's what's happened. Dr. Mikovits, Judy uh, Mikovits' husband was, um, she believes was, she's claiming murdered. I mean, I've listened to the testimony on a couple of different shows and it's a, it's, it's very, um, heartbreaking to to hear her talk about that but from that it kind of ties into what you were calling a determination index and what what's going on in our hospitals with that and and yeah it's called a deterioration ah, index ah, sorry so uh, it's okay they tried to unveil it i used to be an admitting an admitting physician here in georgia in one of the hospitals and uh, many years ago and they tried to unveil it then. What, what it is is a number that's assigned to everybody that comes into the emergency room. And the number is based on your socioeconomic status, how old you are, how many comorbidities you have, your insurance, kind of your value to society. And so this number will, is an AI program algorithm. And then the AI program, based on that worth to society, will then give a algorithm for the doctor mid-level to follow. We, we were thinking doctors back then, we said, absolutely not, absolutely, we all banded together. So the administrator was frustrated, said, fine, we won't use it, but, you know, and later on we were all pushed out one by one as it's happened. And he said, but just know that what this will happen in the near future and you can't stop it. The AI programs will be um, instituted. So during this COVID pandemic, these programs were widely instituted. So um, it's, they would actually also include a chest x-ray where the computer would read the chest x-ray, tell, tell the doctor if the person had COVID or not based on the chest x-ray. That's ludicrous. Okay, so here you have this number and then the AI program will then give the protocol, the treatment plan to the doctor or the mid-level and they're supposed to accept it. They're not supposed to go against it. It's almost never that can they go against it. So really, you've made the doctors and mid-levels into monkeys that just follow a computer. What does a computer know about us? And, and one of the um, programs called Epic did disclose this past year that, well, our program isn't really good. Yeah, it's killing a lot of people, but oh, it's, part, it's just part of the learning process. It'll learn. It's a self-learning program. What, what, kind of, what kind of attitude is that, that you don't care about a sacredness of a human life? That's, that's so terrible. And who's programming this? Corporations? I mean, someone's programming it, right? So we're allowing the AI computers to determine what the value of a, of a human life is, to determine our value to society. 
Um, this is this should not happen, and people are paying money for this. They need to know this is happening. This is awful. Um, we're losing our humanity, but we're complying. We have to stop complying with this. You know, when when you're sick and you go to the hospital, you're you're you sort of react to. Um, the doctors have always been in control, and you trusted your doctor, and you wanted the doctor to tell you what's wrong, and. And um, we've learned now that they've trained all the doctors to answer all questions with a drug and or in most cases with viruses and things like that. And, and you have more of a, a background that uh, is more natural treating um, things. And, and you it was I think it was called. Um, well, I forgot what you called it, but it was uh, it was with pine needles. And if you've been infected with covid. Um, if you've had that, you're, you've still got spike proteins flipping around is, is what they're finding out, even uh, if you haven't been vaccinated, but if you've had COVID itself. And so there are certain things you can do to detox and to to get rid of the, the problems that your body's got. Can can you go into because uh, I tried to I tried to understand what you were saying because you mixed pine needles with something yeah. and it seems so far. And, 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 you know, I would like you to just for a, in a basic way, explain it to me. What 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 would you do if you had COVID or if you've had the shot and you want to uh, do the best you can to get your body back in its normal functioning to ward off disease and things like that? Well, I believe our body can handle anything and can heal itself of anything. Um, what wears us down and blocks us are the accumulation of toxins and lack of nutrients. So detoxing is incredibly important, um, and people can look on my website. There's a deep, there's deep, there's uh, recommendations on detoxing. So um, detox baths are great. They pull up many different toxins. Um, you know, also uh, for the N-acetylcysteine, it's a supplement that also helps um, anecdotally to break down graphene oxide in the body. It's anecdotal, but a lot of people feel that it helps. But detoxing in general helps as well. Um, so what I, I tell people is there are many different ways to treat things. So if I had someone who was acutely ill with, with COVID, many times I give them an antibiotic like doxycycline or azithromycin, but you know, there's many different ways to treat. And what if you can't get to an antibiotic or what if you recover, but you're not feeling well. So the detoxing helps, but also, um, you should look at something called chlorine dioxide. Um, there's studies now showing how it's it's uh, been successful in, in fighting COVID syndrome, the COVID syndrome. And so um, there's an, a website called theuniversalantidote.com. You have to follow the directions very carefully, but many countries have used this successfully, even for things like malaria. Um, it's used for water treatment, but in small amounts, it can actually help with the body. So that's something to know. But I think we need to start looking at nature because the our ability to get quality medicines, maybe medicines in general, and any and quality supplements is in danger. So there's always a solution. Nature always is provided for us. Um, pine needles have the highest amount of vitamin C of uh, any plant source in North America, and they grow everywhere. The long pine needles, like the white pine. So teas have always traditionally been used as very therapeutic and easy. So gathering fresh pine needles, the white pine, and you just chop them up a bit. And I put it in a pot of water about, you know, that much, just eye, eyeball it. And you chop them up. I put quite a bit in there. And then I bring it to a simmer, not a full boil, just a simmer for about 15 minutes, take it off the heat, let it 
cool, then you filter the pine needles out, um, put a little honey in there and you drink it that day, two or three cups and you repeat that the next day. So this has shatinic acid as well as vitamin C and other immune boosting um, factors. So shatinic acid is antiviral. It's known to um, help prevent the spike protein from sticking in your body. Also giving you vitamin C, it's easily um, you know, obtained. Uh, that's a really good thing to have. Um, dandelions and milk thistle that grow, those are weeds. Those are amazing with kidney detoxification, liver detoxification. Hmm. Um, they help with uh, their antiseptic. They can do many things in the body. So even dandelions can help uh, nursing moms if they can't uh, get enough milk that helps them produce more milk. There's so many different things they're used for. So we have to start looking at the knowledge that's been lost and start using some of the natural remedies. All drugs have come from a natural source, but see, you can't patent and own anything natural. So that's why they had to change the things a little bit to make them synthetic and make them into a drug. But the original natural source is more powerful than any of the drugs on the market. We just forgot that. So we have to go back and relearn what's in our neighborhood and our in our yards and our local forest and know what works because that will be healthier and more powerful to help us in the future. Because right now we have big corporations trying to make money off of us, right? So can't be trusted. Last year I read that George Soros and, and Bill Gates had um, purchased the two largest COVID test kit companies. And um, now there's an article came out over the weekend saying that there are dangerous chemicals in these COVID test swabs, you know. Um, so the question is, is is repeated testing, is that something that's that's causing problems also? A hundred percent. These, they're all different, but these brushes that they're using, uh, some of them, they have not anything that I've ever seen before in my life as a doctor giving a test. Nobody should be sticking anything that far up anybody's nose. It is not necessary. If they say COVID is so contagious, if this is their thing, we should be able to get a swab on the cheek. There's no reason to push that up someone's nose. It's very dangerous. You're breaking um, very thin mucosal layers. You're introducing other bacteria into the, the nasal cavity. We have seen... Um, ethylene glycol and different substances on these swabs, which is very toxic to human beings. Um, some synthetic substances have been found on them. They're all different, but nobody should be doing a test in this way. And that is wrong. So that tells me that something else is going on. In the United Kingdom, they told, uh, they gave a general notice out to all their citizens saying that those tests, the same ones we're doing in the US, in the UK, they're telling them, we are gathering your DNA. We're making a library out of it. They told them that. In the United States, mm. since the UK is doing it, who says we're not doing it, right? Um, we just don't tell anybody about it. But this is, this is, these aren't proper tests. They are very, um, I've had people show me the test where they put it in tap water and then it's positive. Or every time, evidently, if you <laughs> always put it in orange juice, it's always positive. I mean, this, these aren't real tests. These are ways to um, manipulate the masses and scare everybody because they tell us that they can be false positive. They can cross wreck with the common cold, the common flu, bacterial sinusitis, bacterial pneumonia, anything. So the, does it, so when people get sick, like, oh, I had COVID. How do you really know? You don't really know this. <laughs> what is COVID? It's just a syndrome of things. Um, it, it's just a way to, to push the narrative into controlling us because 
if people don't believe this, just know that right now, today, today, March 1st, there is a huge international convention going on where the World Health Organization is putting this together of other countries, including us. They're, they intend on signing an international treaty that this will say the next pandemic, the next pandemic, all of us will have to comply to an international board and they will tell each country how to conduct themselves. What that means, people, is that the new world order will then exist. Today, they're voting on it. We should not comply. We should tell our governments that they are not serving us because this is not what we want. We do not agree that the World Health Organization now controls what we do because they say we have a pandemic. So that's really what this is about is control and, and manipulation. I'd like to back up a little bit and talk about you had some um, you saw some military slides at some point of your training sessions um, and they were uh, showing little things attached to the uh, was it blood cells is that I'm not sure but can you do you know what I'm talking about does that ring a bell um, you, you said I that, had some but, slides that I, I took that have nanobots on them the, the, well, the first time I, I was introduced to nanotechnology was in medical school. I had a microbiology professor that uh, had been in the military. I don't know if she was active at the time. But anyway, her work was on uh, mycoplasma pneumonia, which is a, is a bioweapon. And so she was showing us that bioweapons are fragile because they're man-made. They really are. But what makes them toxic is, well, the toxins that they, they, they're piggybacked on them. And so she started showing us the work, her work, electron microscopy images, her own, on the, the, the slides. And I guess she didn't know that we would pay attention, but I paid attention. I, I put my hand up. I said, is that a cartoon drawing? And she said, no. I said, you must have misunderstood me. Is that an actual drawing? That can't be the actual photo. She says, no, that's the actual drawing. And our whole class went crazy. We were, we were in shock. We didn't even have cell phones then. Because what she was showing us was the size of a cell, and on the cell was a miniature robot, literally a miniature robot. And that was completely out of our realm of thinking. We didn't have cell phones then. Um, but this has been going on for a long time. But I did learn a lot about things, because when they try to tell you that a, something infectious out there that's launched on humanity is so dangerous, well, the most part, they're very fragile. They don't last very long. They can only go a short distance. That's it. They peter out. The toxins are the things that we have to worry about. It's always toxicity. Um, but, you know, we've had nanotechnology for a long time now. And then I have seen, and I have a video of one of and Johnson & Johnson of what appears to be like a, a nanobot um, that's been, yeah, it's, they have things like that now. So we all have things around us and in us. It's, we're not exempt from that, but it's about the amount and, um, the intent of these things. So we have entered an age that is what we would consider sci-fi. We've had technology that we weren't told about for, for many um, years. And so now we're just being unveiled right now. But we have to remember that all of this stuff cannot beat God. All of this cannot beat um, the us connecting with the Holy Spirit within us. My wife and I have found that if we turn our phones off at night and our tablets and any really even the internet um if we can get that done but when we cut off all of the stuff that's going around our heads we sleep better 
and you've done a little bit of in, uh, research into the, I guess the airwaves. Um, what what's going on there? What what is it? What does that do to bodies? Well, EMF, electromagnetic frequency from our phones, you know, the the smart devices in the house, the refrigerator, the TV, from the satellites, everything. We're getting more and more inundated with this this frequency, and we're we have a frequency too, but it's not conducive to health to us. It's bad for plants, it's bad for animals, it's bad for us. And the level keeps rising and 20,000 scientists try to warn everybody about We've warning people that this is harmful to us. It makes us sick, but it's been ignored because there's, you know, there's plan to cook everybody up. The point is we're all inundated with this frequency and it's affecting everybody, whether or not you know it. Um, I believe that this is one of the worst toxins out there for people. So if you mitigate it, you reduce it, your health will already improve. So for me, I have to shut my Wi-Fi off at night. I have my phone. I try to keep my phone away from me. That's the smartphone is one of the most dangerous things. Um, put it on speakerphone or I use always a wired, never the wire. Wireless is bad, bad, bad. Always use wired for headphones. I um, put it on airplane mode at night as well, my phone. Um, and then also I put, I have something like this, this helps to trans, this is not a digital watch. It actually helps to block out 5G or transmute it. Oh, and wow. for me, I've seen a big change in my health because when I was in Dominican, I wasn't around that much. When I came here, it was, I couldn't sleep. I was feeling brain fog. I had little cramps and muscle twitches at times. Um, I could get sick more easily. So now by mitigating that, it's been a huge change for me. Um, most people, some people are getting heart dysrhythmias, palpitations, even AFib. And then when they, you have to read up on how to bring the level down because some people are wearing Apple watches. Those are terrible on your health, terrible, put them off. And they just start to make some changes around their environment, especially where they sleep. All of these problems in their heart go away. Um, you know, immune system improves. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that's happening and there are things that you can do. You can help yourself and improve your immunity to it. So EMFSOL.com, EMF Soul, they do this thing that I think is great and they have a good price and they have things that you can plug into your room. I have something I plug in my room. So that's helped me tremendously. He's got a good product. Yeah. You mentioned um, the plan to cook everybody. <laughs> Can't let that go. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? So there's the more you put the synthetic stuff into people, if they're accepting it, right? Because they have to keep getting more and more shots. They have to accept it. They are changing those bodies into more synthetic than organic. They don't need the air like we do. <laughs> they don't need the things like we do, right? So that's changing the world. And so also when they're using all of this, they get um, this frequency, they emit frequency, they, they take in frequency, but we don't, it's not healthy for us. So when the frequency gets turned on more and more and more, and you're still an organic, living, breathing, water taking organism, it's unhealthy for us. It's not healthy for us at all. Um, it, it literally can uh, take a vibration of the body and almost like a microwave start to um, if the, if the energy is, is high enough, like a direct energy weapon, it could definitely fry you. It could do that. They have direct energy weapons that can do that. However, 
you know, what's happening now is really slow and subtle. So my point is that these energies are not good for people. It is very much unanimously agreed upon. So it's about how do you want to live? Do you want to turn more into this transhumanist way? Do you want to turn into that kind of thing? Because that's away from God, the way from our father creator in heaven. It's everything goes against everything in the word. Or do you want to stand true to the word and and claim your royal birthright, your divinity? And um, this is the test. There's no middle grounds this way or this way. So this is where you have to really start thinking about what it is to be human and what it is to be a child of God, what it is to be a believer and and make a choice this very moment because you can't wait. Um, but remember that God did not leave us, you know, we left God and the answers are there and the power within us, the miraculous, spontaneous healings are always there. We just forgot when we stopped believing. Um, so it's, we shouldn't be afraid. We should not fear. We should keep our eyes on God and he will protect and he will cover us in his wings. Right. Yes, he will. And I'm grateful that he's in control and allowing the things that are going on. And we're here for a purpose. And 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 with our time left, we want to be able to uh, be used by God in the lives of those people around us for the eternal purposes and, and not earthly. So we have to keep our eyes out and not, not down on all the things that are coming. Um, just to kind of wind this thing up, you, you have a great deal of knowledge and you are aware you're talk to a lot of people what is it that people don't seem to get that is so important that you want people to understand that that will help us uh, be better in the battle uh, against good versus evil you know in the, in the coming days months and years um there's such power in prayer and there is power in um the name of jesus christ yeshua it really there's a lot of power. And so you should put the armor of God on and believe it with your whole being. And when you don't have fear, you have this, this boundary of, of this protection around you. Um, we should not fear because this is, this, this life is just a blip in the whole realm of our existence. Right. And just know that God has armies and armies and armies of angels and beings fighting for us. We just can't see them. And that God has never left us. It's that we left God. And now our job is to figure out how to reconnect, how to really walk the walk and and read the word with new eyes. Forget about a lot of the churches what taught you, right? Start reading it alone and you'll start to see new meaning in it. Read, read it just with a few groups, few people in your home. All of a sudden, the spirit will be there. The Holy Spirit will be there. Teach you more. It's everything you need to know. I promise you. Um, prayer is incredibly powerful. And together, it's very powerful. Power of our mind, power of our heart, right? Love. Um, so, of course, we have to do things physically, you know, detox and, and that eat right, etc. But don't forget that the things we, we uh, write about in the Bible are true, everything, and that these miracles happen all the time. They're hidden and they're always, I tell people a lot of the miracles I've seen so many times and that the hospitals and other doctors would deny them and hide them and threaten people if they talked about them. So they happen <laughs> all the time. They just don't, 
They just don't advertise it. And so we need to start advertising what these things happen and the miracles that happen. And the more belief that people have, and the more will happen, right? And we will see grand ones happen. And so we shouldn't fear because fear stops us from being connected with God. Fear stops us from seeing the miraculous nature of us. And so that is why you cannot get caught up in all of this media and all of the lies and all of the hype and focus on the word. Everything is there that you need to know, I promise. What What is your website? It's my first and last name.com, so carrymade.com. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate your uh, your warrior spirit and uh, what God's doing with you. You're a great influence in the Christian church. God bless. Thanks, Bill. It's my pleasure, my duty. Thank you. You've been watching Christians and COVID Part 1, presented by Dr. Kerry Madej. To view more stealing titles, get information on our Holy Land trips and future Bible conferences, go to compass.org.